This dope podcast is about the sober lifestyle. Style, style. So I promise style. motivation, inspiration, and transformation. The sober is dope podcast is about the sober lifestyle. Style, style. I was able to transform my mind and body and spirit. We won't steer you wrong. There are a few people in this room that know what it's like to be in a situation where everything in your flesh is saying give up. And yet you're in a situation where sometimes you're standing not because you're so strong, you just don't have any other option. It's not that you didn't think about quitting. It's not that you didn't fantasize about quitting. It's not that you didn't dream about quitting. It's it's not that you're so tenacious and so strong, but life has got you pressed in a corner and you simply cannot let go of anything and you have to stand there in the middle of the storm and keep pumping your head with the faith to persevere severe and just say just hang in there just 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 don't give up just 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 don't just don't give up some kind of way you're going to get through this hello ladies and gentlemen welcome to the sober is dope podcast i'm your host pop buchanan and this is prayer and blessings during quarantine part 10 and we have a 10 part mini-series we're doing on the Sober's Dope podcast to help everyone put this pandemic and this coronavirus pandemic in perspective. For many of us, we're in the house, we're um, quarantined, and, you know, we may have lost our job, we may be on unemployment, we may have family members who are sick, we may be behind in bills, and we may be overwhelmed. And the purpose of me doing these episodes is one, for many of us in recovery, we can't get to our usual meetings. Um, and that's difficult. And for the rest of us, um, including those in recovery, we're dealing with cabin fever. And for our mental health community, you know, we may not have the same outlets that we need to deal with the mental health aspects. Depression may be kicking in. Anxiety may be kicking in. Fear is a driver. And the purpose of this episode and this series is to let everyone know, one, you're not alone. Okay. Two, um, we do have a community out there and um, the Sober Stoke Podcast is part of that community. We're on the front line, you know, putting out episodes and stuff for you guys in the podcast arena. Um, we're on YouTube speaking and many of us in the sobriety space is trying to um, give you guys motivation and hope um, and healing at this time. Um, so the Prayer and Blessing series is all about focused on healing, recovery and transforming our lives. So when we get to the other side of this this pandemic, we're better than we was when we went in. And a lot of that has a lot to do with just putting fear in this perspective and actually love in the forefront. Okay. Um, you know, making amends with God and cleaning up our life with God. So we're on point spiritually because a lot of this is a spiritual battle. Um, cleaning up our bodies, our diets, making amends with family members. Um, it's funny The 12 steps can be applied to life also, okay? So a lot of us is healing and we're recovering from other things beyond substance addictions and substance abuse, and we're recovering from life, (laughs) and we're in life recovery, okay? And um, life detox right now, and we need to really use the steps. We really need to use everything that we learn, our faith, um, um, 
our Bible and um, or, or whatever religion we have, you know, because I, you know, I have family members that's on the full spectrum. I believe in all the whole rainbow body of God and I respect everyone. But we have to have discipline and we have to use the word of God to put things in perspective. That's our that's our strength. OK, Um and um, ladies and gentlemen, the point of this is just for you guys to know you're not alone. All right. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan. I'm seven years sober today. Um, and this pandemic has not shaken my recovery. I'm, I'm real. I'm going hard and strong. But for so many of us out there, this is a challenging times. And I'm seeing a few people that I know um, struggling with relapse and um, really struggling at this moment. So I want to say to you guys out there, if you relapse, don't beat yourself up. Don't hide. Don't, you know, don't not reach out to me. It's okay. I want everyone to know I would never judge you. All right. Because I relapsed three or four times before I finally made a permanent change in my life because I was growing one in spirit. I was growing one in mind and body. And it took me a lot of life experiences to get to the point where I understood the the absolute importance of being sober minded. All right. Being a child of God, it was my responsibility as a man and to my society, country, family and God to be upright and to focus. All right. And to kind of eliminate excuses, so to say, and not to blame anyone else. I took great accountability, but it wasn't easy. It took a lot of time and I'm still fighting and I'm still growing. I'm still forgiving. I'm still asking for forgiveness. I'm still making amends. I'm still practicing humility and I'm still working the steps in my mind and my heart. And um, every day is a fight, but I'm fighting. I'm fighting to be a better human. I'm fighting to be a better person. And now we're fighting to survive. We just want to get through this pandemic, right? Um, I know everyone is tired of watching the news and all of the negative perspectives and stuff like that. So look, this episode is cool. It's a motivational episode that that's that um that deals with prayers and blessings. And the message I want to drive home here is that we are the unbroken children of recovery. We are the unbroken children of God and we will not be broken during this pandemic. Right. And I want to bring home the message that we can't have fear and ask for a miracle at the same time. We can't have fear and ask for healing at the same time. We can't ask fear and ask God to deliver us at the same time because fear is a negative weapon that's used against us to paralyze us to restrict us. It does this on the cellular level and it also does this on the spiritual level. When you're in a state of fear, you panic and you freeze and you clam up and you restrict. Your cells restrict. And this paralysis allow it gets you stuck and you can't move and you can't grow and you can't transform in a state of fear. So when we break the fear and we're able to breathe again and relax and 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 to get back into a state of ease we're further away from disease we're further away from addiction we're further away from destruction and our health improves so we know do with this covid-19 our immune systems is something that's really really important and i'm going to tell you something fear is Fear, anxiety, anxiousness, depression, all of these things that's like the dirty cousins, they all right next to each other. 
this depletes your immune system and it suffocates you and it and it depresses your immune system and it opens you up to all type of things right lack of sleep which leads to a, a lack of sleep leads to a compromised immune system you start making bad decisions with your diet then you start to think about drinking or doing drugs then you start thinking about then you get stressed and out of control and then you're more susceptible to contracting a lot of these viruses especially covid-19 so right now we don't want to be in a state of fear we have to be in a state of absolute ease that's why we have to use the social distancing and being quarantined as a positive not a negative all right i see people online like all the kids and all the house and all got cabin fever but this is a unique time when we could rest we could recharge we could regroup and then we could put our lives in perspective. But for most of us, we can't get to meetings. And for most of us, we're just falling apart. And I just want to give you guys the tools that you need to succeed to let you know you're not alone and to let you know you are loved. And God, we will get through this. So if you're new, my name is Pop Buchanan. This is the Soap is Dope podcast. We deal with all aspects of recovery from and transformation and health and healing. Okay, so this podcast is not just devoted for people that's struggling with alcohol or drugs. It's just for anyone that's struggling and recovering from life. All right, where we like, if you may be dealing with food addiction, you may be trying to deal with your weight, you might be working on your marriage, you might be trying to find a sort of spiritual motivation, you may want some type of inspiration, you may be dealing with um, um, gambling, you may be dealing with sex addiction, whatever it is, we're all recovering from something and recovering to something. Like my friend Martin Garcia from Recover Yourself likes, loves to say. So this podcast has everything you need. And in addition to the 10-part series of Prayer and Blessings, we have over 150 episodes on mental health, on motivation, on therapy, exercise, prayer, business, anything that you need to become a better human being. Our goal is to take us to the hierarchy of needs until we find self-actualization and we find peace and love and happiness in our lives and we're stable, all right? So we're always growing and the theme is transformation. So I love you all. Go back to Prayer and Blessings Part 1. We have 10 short parts where we have some powerful transformational prayers for you guys. And, um, and then we have a lot of motivational stuff packed and buried with in the um, Soap is Dope experience. I love you all. Let's have some fun. Spiritual and physical wholeness. I pray, Father, that anyone struggling with addiction discipline themselves for the purpose of godliness. For bodily discipline is only a little profit But godliness is profitable for all things since it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. I pray for those struggling with addiction will glorify God in their bodies for they have been bought with a price and not their own. For their bodies are a temple for the Holy Spirit. I pray They will not hurt or destroy the temple of God, for the temple of God is holy, and that is what they are. According to Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. Thank you, Father, that 
anyone struggling with addiction are a building being fit, fitted together and growing into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom they are also being built together into a dwelling of the God in the spirit. I pray, Father, that the addict cleanse themselves from wickedness, that they will be vessels for honor, sanctified and useful to you, prepared for every good work. I pray that they flee from youthful lust and pursue righteousness, faith, love and peace with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart and that they refuse foolish and ignorant speculations, knowing they produce quarrels. Physical and spiritual wholeness for the addicted. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Thoughts, motives, renewed mind. Father, I pray that the addict be not conformed to this world, but that they be transformed by the renewing of their minds, that they may prove what your will is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect, that they pull down every stronghold, cast down every imagination, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Father, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is good, repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, may the addict let their minds dwell on these things. Create in them a clean heart, Holy Father, and renew a steadfast spirit within them. Do not cast the addict away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from them. Restore them the joy of your salvation, and sustain them with the willing spirit. They, then they will teach transgressors your way, and sinners will be converted to you. See Psalms 51, verse 10 to 13. Thoughts, motives, renewed mind. Prayer for the attic. Life is short. It's too short to live depressed. It's too short to live anxious. And it's too short to struggle every day with thinking about taking your life. I want to challenge you tonight to get up. That you're not quitting tonight. That one day it is appointed unto all men to die. But that is God's responsibility, not mine. And so I don't know who I'm preaching to tonight, but I want to say to you, get up. Your future is brighter than your past. I want to say to you in the balcony, get up. Your ladder is greater than your former. I want to say to every person in this room, get up. Because the best is still yet to come. I got a God who works miracles. Come on and worship him in this 
when it becomes too much, you have to go to the higher power. You know, God said no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And I believe that. And um, so that's what I'm doing. And hopefully this helps give you some perspective. So for anyone who may have lost faith or don't believe in God or don't or gave up, these are a few promises and things that God said that may be helpful to you. One, God said, I am the Lord that healeth thee. Exodus 15, 26. God said, your day shall be 120 years. This is from the Old Testament, Genesis 6, 3. God said, you shall be buried in a good old age, Genesis 15, 15. God also said, you shall come to your grave in full age, like as a shock of corn cometh in season, Job 5, 26. Um, let's jump to some of the New Testament. Um, God said, I will be thou clean. God said, I took your infirmities. God also said, I bore your sicknesses. So this is a really good statement. Um, so God's saying like when we're sick, God bears bears that with us and we're not alone in that, you know. So it's like sometimes we may not feel we may be alone and we may be suffering and we may feel like we're alone and no one understands us. Trust me, God is carrying that weight with you and he does understand you. So just know you're not alone there. Um, God also said in the Bible, if you're sick, you need a physician. I am the Lord, your physician. Um, God also said, when hands are laid on you, you shall recover. God also says sickness is satanic bondage and you ought to be loose today. That's Luke 13, 16 and 2 Corinthians 6, 2. God said in John 1, 4, and me is life. Um, and God also said, I come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. John 10, 10. God says, I am the resurrection and the life. John 11, God said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So this is where you have to, where faith is applied. Um, when I was on my deathbed, I asked God to heal me and throw, throw the greatest miracle um, and to get me out of that predicament I was in, which was a really dark place because addiction drags you all the way to hell. And I didn't, be, I, I had no reason to believe that I could be healed. I had nowhere else to go. Facing my own death, I had to be humble and I had to call to a higher power. And then, so I asked God to do something miraculous. I said, can you take me, take this away from me, this, this evil thing, this addiction away from me? Can you heal me and restore my life back to normal? And God said, yes. And I am here today, seven years later with a story to tell because when I was facing my own deathbed and I had nowhere else to turn, that's where I went with it. That was the, I, I was drunk. I was messed up. I was in the street. I was I was at a low place, a sunken place. And in my humility and while on my last leg, the only other option, the, the last hand I had to play, you know, that final because I'm an old player. You know, that's what got me in my addiction, playing games with life and taking things for granted. And as an old player, once all my cards was dealt and all my wishes was granted, I had one more play. And that was to go to God because I was on my deathbed and I had nothing else. And I threw a Hail Mary and in my humility, God healed me. So if you go to God and you ask God and you believe it, you can be healed. You have to have the faith. And I'm going to give you a little key here, a little a key here. The, 
in order to have faith, you have to not fear. Okay, so you can't have faith that a miracle could happen and be afraid of what can go wrong at the same time. You can't be afraid of, you know, catching the virus or getting sick and not have the faith that you will be healed or that you your immune system will be strong enough to beat it. You have to have faith and you have to have faith sometime to say, I believe in this because I reject the fear of that. If that makes any sense, ladies and gentlemen, because the weapons formed against us is all fear. Whether it's the media, whether it's the way things are put, as whether it's the unknown, fear of the unknown, what could go wrong, not what could go right. We live in a state of thought ruminations where we worry about all the things that we're naturally afraid of. Most of us walk around afraid of so much that it creates anxiety and depression because we're exercising fear instead of exercising love and courage and having faith, you know, so we need more faith. And that's what faith is, having faith that I believe more in the possibility of God coming through and being more powerful than what I'm afraid of than being afraid of the thing that I'm afraid of. Right. So that's, that was my thing. I knew my addiction was bigger than me. And on my last leg, I said, you know what, but my addiction is not bigger than God. So instead of me being afraid to die, let me go to God so I can live. And here I am today. You can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever, because believing that the dots will connect down the road will give you the confidence to follow your heart even when it leads you off the well-worn path, and that will make all the difference. Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. You've got to find what you love, and that is as true for work as it is for your lovers. Your work is going to fill a large part of your life, and the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work. And the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking and don't settle. Have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. But you're going to have some ups and you're going to have some downs. Most people give up on themselves easily. You know the human spirit is powerful. There's nothing as powerful. It's hard to kill the human spirit. Anybody can feel good when they have their health, their bills are paid, they have happy relationships. Anybody can be positive then. Anybody can have a larger vision then. Anybody can have faith under those kinds of circumstances. The real challenge of growth, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, comes when you get knocked down. It takes courage to act. Part of being hungry when you've been defeated, it takes courage to start over again.
Fear kills dreams. Fear kills hope. Fear put people in the hospital. Fear can age you, can hold you back from doing something that you know within yourself that you're capable of doing, but it will paralyze you. At the end of your feelings is nothing, but at the end of every principle is a promise. Behind your little feelings, it might not be absolutely nothing at the end of your little feelings, but behind every principle is a promise. And some of you in your life, the reason why you're not at your goal right now, because you're just all about your feelings. You're you all on your feelings. You don't feel like waking up. So who does? Every day you say no to your dreams, you might be pushing your dreams back a whole six months, a whole year. That one single day, that one day you didn't get up could have pushed your stuff back I don't know how long. Don't allow your emotions to control you. We are emotional, but you want to begin to discipline your emotion. If you don't discipline and contain your emotions, they will use you. You want it, and you're going to go all out to have it. It's not going to be easy when you want to change. It's not easy. If it were, in fact, easy, everybody would do it. But if you're serious, you'll go all out. I'm in control here. I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm not going to let this destroy me. I'm coming back. And I'll be stronger and better because of it. You have got to make a declaration that this is what you stand for. You're standing up for your dreams. You're standing up for peace of mind. You're standing up for health. Take full responsibility for your life. Accept where you are and the responsibility that you're going to take yourself where you want to go. You can decide that I'm going to live each day as if it were my last. Live your life with passion. With some drive. Decide that you're going to push yourself. The last chapter to your life has not been written yet. And it doesn't matter about what happened yesterday. It doesn't matter about what happens to you. What matters is, what are you going to do about it? This year, I will make this goal become a reality. I won't talk about it anymore. I can. I can. I can. Persevere, I think, is important for everybody. Don't give up. Don't give in. There's always an answer to everything. It is for both of you. If you go away
on this summer day Then you might as well take the sun away All the birds that flew in the summer sky When our love was new And our hearts were high When the day was young And the night was long And the moon stood still For the night bird's song If you go away If you go away If you go But if you stay, I'll make you a day Like no day has been or will be again We'll sail on the sun, we'll ride on the rain We'll talk to the trees and worship the wind Then if you go Leave me just enough love to hold in my hand. If you go away, if you go away, if you go. As I know you will, you must tell the world to stop turning till you return again, if you ever do, for what good is love without loving you, can I tell you now, as you turn to go, we die slowly till the next hell. If you go away, if you go away, if you go away, but if you stay, I'll make you a night. No night has been or will be again We'll sail on your smile, we'll ride on your touch I'll talk to your eyes that I love so But if you go, I won't cry Though the good is gone If you go away, if you go away, if you go
If you go away As I know you must There'll be nothing left In the world to trust Just an empty room Full of empty space Like the empty look I see on your face I'd have been the shadow of your dog If I thought it might have kept me by your side If you go away If you go away If you go away